Hello and welcome to this episode of the Ranting Atheist Podcast. Today we'll be listening to the deconversion story of a Nigerian atheist. She was raised religious but seemed kind of cultural and over the course of her life, she decided to be serious with God and coincidentally it was a time when she was going through some crisis and she was quite young so and you know the bible says god hears the cry of little children and she cried unto god but as usual yahweh aka elohim elohim left her hanging and from there the domino effects began that ended up with her deconversion from christianity so if you are yet to subscribe to this podcast please and please consider subscribing this podcast is available on apple spotify google many other players even youtube itself so please check it out at your own convenience and now let's go and listen to the deconversion story of azidi hello azili and you are welcome to the story of an atheist hello hi how are you doing uh, today i'm doing great i'm doing swell thank you how are you doing uh, well we are trying to stay alive in buaris nigeria yeah so what's everybody <laughs> <laughs> buaris nigeria is about to become a Ashiwaju, Nigeria. One chance. Oh, please, Lord. Don't put it out there in the universe. It's not swearing. If Buari can enter, it's overqualified. Overqualified, honestly. Honestly, honestly. Buari is a dud. <laughs> and he became president. So I would, uh, if Tinubu uh, presses all the right buttons, he will just enter. And our mumu never do. Abi? So it's recycles the same garbage over and over and over. We know they learn lesson. It is sad. Mm. So to me, I usually advise anybody if you can see this on the floor, Jackpa, Jackpa, Begu. That's the dream. That is is terrible because the way we have, even with the people self, we have problem. We are so close-minded, and I don't even know. I lose hope every day. But we move, Sha. Those of you that so had hope good. to begin with, huh? We had hope, but answers, it didn't die, though. Yeah. And then answers, when I like, okay, we are fucked. And that was uh, shortly after my deconversion. So I was like, holy shit, we really are fucked. Oh, well, your we deconversion has been, it was recent, eh? Yes, no, 2020. Wow, that's good. Like so, a baby atheist. <laughs> like kindergarten, still sucking breasts, still fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine. All right, nice. So, good to have you. I, thank you very mm-hmm. much. My deconversion started, I think, 2011 or so. Well, damn. That's when it started. I've been at it for a while. <laughs> well, damn. Okay, okay. Let's let let we'll explore that. We'll explore that. So wow. let's. Uh, the listener would like to know a little more about you to the extent of which you are comfortable with. You know, your age, either Gen Z, millennial, your location. If you want to say that, what you do for a living. Are you single? Uh, are you available? You know, say for we unbelievers, it's hard to find a match, match. You understand? Yes, so, very much. Like that, <laughs> like that, like that. So anything you like to add up. 
Okay, okay. Um, I am 24, I think. Wait, let me okay. calculate. Ah. Hang on, hang on. Okay, 25. <laughs> I'm 25. I use why your best are TV good. I'm 25 for sure. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, I'm in Calabar. All right. Uh, I work for a non profit foundation. Mm, nice, 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 yes. nice. And I am not single. Yes, I'm one oh. of the lucky ones. <laughs> So who uh, they cross their fingers? Say, let her be single. Let her be single. Let her oh, be single. They, they should not cross it. I beg. They should not cross it. Hey, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good to have you here. So, um, what what do you what do you correctly identify as? Is he agnostic? It is irreligious. Oh, it is. It is fine. It is. It's fine. Straight up. Mm-hmm. No Straight up. Nothing at mm. all. All right, <laughs> now so. What's your own definition of uh, atheism? I I think it's just neutrality. Like there is nothing that is going on. Nobody told me that there is God, and so I don't think that there is God. I think that atheism is like the natural human state of belief. Like we don't mm-hmm. actually think any but anything is out there until we are told that something is out there. So yeah, it's basically just yeah. reverting to what we started from. <laughs> honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see that reversion. It's just funny how some other religions too believe uh, if you if you come to their own side, you are reverting. Like Islam and uh, what's their name? Hinduism. Really? They believe if you become a Muslim, you are reverting back to Islam. Yeah, hmm. Islam believes all the prophets in the Bible are Muslims, including Jesus. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, but I'm happy for oh, them. Said, uh, said, I love that. Look at this one. religion as a spin off of a people's book, and you say you're the original. Like Limao. So funny. So, can you share with us what your religious background was like? Honestly, I've never been very religious. Um, mm, my okay. parents weren't extremely religious to begin with. I think my my mom is Catholic, but like barely. Just atten- <laughs> attending attendance only kind of Catholic. She she doesn't even go to church. Like she she doesn't like preachers. She doesn't trust them. Oh, so nice. <laughs> yeah, like if 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 you ask her, she tell you she's Catholic, but like that's about the length of it. That's okay. all. So I wasn't extremely religious to begin with, but they did like send me to church and whatnot with aunties and all of that. And my father, my father mm. is a traditionalist, so like Ooh, no, wow, no wow. need for any of that. No, no time for all that nonsense. Yeah. So you going with your aunties now? What's now? How did you feel like your mom wasn't serious about it, but you're going with your aunties? How did uh, you soak up the old religion? Did you soak it up? Just like man, what's this? It was, it was, it was more like, eh, okay, I guess, because it's like you're Christian because you're born into a Christianish family. Like my father didn't really care about any of this stuff. He didn't uh, teach us any traditionalist anything, and hmm. sometimes he would be invited to churches and he'd go. He wasn't really okay. against Christianity per se, you understand. And yeah. since my mom since my mom is Christian in name, 
she wanted us to also have like the Christian foundation, but she wasn't going to subject herself to going to church for it. So she handed us over to somebody else to do that. You understand? Um, well, for me, it was more like um, I'm being told stories, I'm being told these things, I understand, I believe, but like the parts that I don't understand, nobody was really helping me out. And it was a lot of, it was a lot of don't ask questions. You get, like as a human being, as a human being, you you would hear something or you'd have questions, but it's like, Mm -hmm. nah, don't do that. And that was, that always made me uncomfortable. But to be honest, it was just like, okay, I'm Christian. God exists. Everything is cool. Just don't ask questions. Everything is fine. And that's how I lived my life up until like 20, oh God, did I say 2011 before? Yeah, 2011. That time I was in SS, I was in SS2 Mm -hmm. (laughs) in school, I was in in SS2 and that was when my dad got sick. Now you might say, yeah, this is the classic crisis of faith situation, you know, dad got sick and all of that. But then it actually happened in the opposite because when my dad got sick, I got even more religious than I was before. Oh, wow. Yeah, because people would tell me that, oh, God answers prayers of little children. Um, mm. Back then, I was in a Catholic secondary school. We used okay. to pray. We used to pray like all the prayers. We used to do a rosary in the evening. We had a statue of the baby Jesus somewhere in the mm. school. And like, we would always walk around the statue uh, reciting the rosary in the evenings. Uh, no I was. No, 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 there are Hail Marys in the rosary. Okay. Uh, yeah, there are Hail Marys in there. So we walk around reciting that. Then after that, we sing some songs in Latin and all of that, like very ritual stuff. But <laughs> so I always hated that part. But when my dad got sick, I got really into it. And I would use that to like really pray for him and all of that. And I was convinced that, you know, the formula works. God answers the prayer of little children. And I might not be that little, but I was, I was still a child and I deserve to be answered as well. So it didn't work. He died. Uh, yeah. And it was like, no, oh, thank you. It's, it's been a long time. It's fine. Um, after he died, I realized that it was less of what I wanted. I mean, with Yahweh, Yahweh's plan is the same regardless of whether you pray or not. Because that's what people kept telling me. It's God's plan. It's God's plan. Don't question God's plan. Goddamn annoying. Yeah. So, in my head, I got it in my head that it doesn't matter whether I pray or not. It doesn't matter what I ask for. What Yahweh has planned, what God has planned is what is going to happen. So, I just decided to, like, trust God with my life. Like, whatever God wants to happen should happen. There's no need for me to bother him with anything or whatever. And once I stopped praying, I realized that nothing had changed in my life. Hmm. Nothing was different from when I was really, you know, into the whole thing. Nothing was different before I started. Nothing was different while I was doing it. Nothing was different while I stopped. And so I started asking the questions that I had in the first place, like the questions that nobody was answering when I was younger. And I met people who generally had, you know, 
not as Christian people because like I said I was in a Christian secondary school. Everybody was like into it. So by the time I got into uni, I had, I was disillusioned with the whole thing. I just wasn't interested anymore, but I was still under that whole if anybody says anything about church, I have to listen. If somebody invites me to church, I have to go because it's church. If the mm. pastor wants to talk to me, I have to listen because he's a pastor. You understand? So you believe Yahweh existed, right? That time. Yeah, I still believe Yahweh existed. At that point, I was just like, I was liking Yahweh less and less. Mm. Like, I believed he existed, but it's like, is this the person that I would want to worship exactly? Do I like this person? Do I like this entity? Mm. And eventually the answer was no i don't i don't like him and i don't actually need him there's something somebody uh, my cousin said to me once that if i'm in somebody's house i have to follow the person's rules and so since i'm on earth follow uh, i'm in god's house so i have to follow his rules and if i don't like the rules i have to get out and so i said I, in God's house, would be me in the church. I didn't like the rules of the church, and so I left the church. And basically, analogy complete, I guess. So that's basically, it wasn't, there was no uh, snap moment or anything like that. It was just gra- gra- gradual, <laughs> gradual <laughs> progression. <laughs> Yeah, so you leaving the church means you left Yahweh behind, or was it was at like at the same time, or you left yeah, the church before leaving Yahweh? It was basically at the same time because normally I wasn't already I wasn't going to church that much anyway. I only went with people to begin with. Mm. Uh, if nobody invites me to church, I wouldn't go. Then eventually, I stopped. I stopped um, accepting invitations. And around that time, it's just like, eh, I don't, I don't really care for Yahweh anymore. And then eventually it became, honestly, this person does not exist. Let's, let's be honest with ourselves. Yahweh does not exist. That was the 2011, Abi? No, at this time, it was around 2014. It took me from 2011 to 2014. Like I said, a gradual process. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Was there anything you learned between that three-year period that paid you to finally reach that conclusion? I'm not like no. Just, just <laughs> it was just, just a lot of introspection. Okay. Because that's that's how that's how I I live my life. Okay. Lots of lots of introspection. Like if there's anything that I might need to research, I'll research it. But it's basically to confirm what is already in my head. <laughs> so there's no atheist theory, there's no like large long conversations or anything. It's just me deciding that I was tired of all of that and I'm out. Mm, okay, all right, all right, makes sense. So 2014, done with church, done with Yahweh. When did you um, adopt the atheist label? Because that thing usually gives people the creeps in the beginning. Mm. I, I was never afraid of it. Like I said, my religious background was shaky to begin with. Yeah. Um, I knew people who weren't Christian to begin with, so atheism wasn't really scary to me. And you, you when I decided, atheist then you you knew you about no the no no I didn't know about atheists. I learned the term online. Okay. 
but by then i was like oh okay so that's what they're called and so i just started like using that for myself when i learned about it but up until i knew until, up until i uh, learned about that it was just i don't really believe that it exists that's all mm-hmm. okay 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 all right makes sense mm-hmm. Now, if you look back throughout your belief, the time where you were believing, was there any time your belief collided with uh, science? You know, especially the topic, especially of uh, the matter of evolution. I like to ask people that question. Did you, was there any time that your belief, it might not be, might not be evolution, but usually, a lot of people usually say evolution and their belief usually clashed, but for some reason, they found a way to balance it. Well, did you have any such experience? Yeah, I had experiences where my belief clashed. Like, um, how how do I put this? From from the beginning, okay. from when I was younger, um, I had been raised to believe that I and my brother and all of that, like, we were the same type of person. You know, different ages and all, but the same type of person. Okay. But within Christianity, there's a hierarchy, and I think it all started when I realized that nuns weren't exactly on the same like rank as priests. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, that was actually that was my bone of contention for a long time when I was younger. It was like, why? Because both both people are doing the same thing; they're dedicating mm-hmm. their lives to God and what God, and they should get the same kind of treatment. You know, why yeah. why are nuns not ranked the same as priests? Um, I didn't understand it at first because I didn't really have much of the, I didn't have a lot of exposure to uh, the patriarchal system. I was mm. a very sheltered child. I didn't have much, I didn't have much of that. So Maybe when I eventually did, yeah. <laughs> so when I eventually did get an explanation that, you know, women are not supposed to be preaching in church, you know, silence and blah, 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 blah. And I started reading about uh, punishments for things like rape and whatnot and whatnot. And it's like, okay, this doesn't actually, it doesn't actually sound right. No balance. At all. It doesn't balance. So it's like, now, the punishment for, the punishment for rape is different from what it is in the Bible. And if human beings were able to decide that, you know, we, we would want something different from what is in the Bible, then yeah. is the Bible actually the perfect work of God to begin with? But then it's all about, you know, don't don't ask questions. God knows best. God knows best. Those were the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine now. So, yeah. That, I think that was, where, that was where my faith clashed with, you know, my mind. That, that's a huge clash because yeah. you just be saying like there's a way they treat men and there's a way they treat women you know like for me the way they treat daddy geo and the way they treat mommy geo mm, and they always always pastors they're always more men than women yeah but my mind you know go like something is free, but i was just like ah, okay maybe yeah, maybe now so they do, huh? but you know that questioning mind did not was not uh, yet sharp in my own head. My mind did not go to that yeah. level. The usual it has been dulled over the years. God said it, I believe it. That settles it. That settles it. Aka, shut the fuck up. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So you know, with your upbringing now, I can I can assume that uh, your fear of hell was basically zero. Zero, like none. <laughs> <laughs> Chai, I had no fears whatsoever. Yes, Ay, ay, ay. They traumatized us with that hellfire. I had so many dreams of uh, falling down inside fire. Hi. You know, eventually, eventually, Revelation became my favorite book in the Bible. Oh. Like, I read Revelations over and over again because it was basically like a scary story. <laughs> like a fantasy, <laughs> fantasy novel. Exactly. Oh, well. This is a scary story. Whoever I didn't read really... that book, eh? The drugs they were on. Hmm. be yeah. I think even the idea of burning in hell forever didn't, it never really scared me because eventually when I became cynical, that was like my late teens, okay. it was like, I'm a Nigerian, I get, we get used to everything. So even if you're going to put me in hell to burn forever, I will get used to burning forever <laughs> and that would just be normal. So Nigeria so, is a hellfire light. Honestly, it's training you for your future. <laughs> Yay! Without the Riazza, lo fuck it. That hell Riazza. God damn it. Oh, okay, now. So, uh, this Juju Mata, where were you and uh, where are you now? Or oh, you, you are where you have always been? Oh, I'm in the same place I've always been. Like I said, my father is a traditionalist. Okay. So it I, was different. Yeah. You know, like people that actually pra- practice traditional religion, you, you could see the difference between what knowledge was portrayed and what people perceive. Or exactly, exactly. Because there's something my father always said. He would say, I don't go to my man against you. So why are you going to your pastor against me? Mm. You understand? Mm. Like... Um, um, Calabar. Calabar is a very uh, traditional space. Okay. Christianity has morphed into the traditional practices and all that. But Standard. They, yeah, but we've managed to maintain some parts of our culture, like with our masquerades and all of that and all of that. Okay. So I grew up, I grew up like playing a pair, I grew up with like coin libations and all of that stuff mm, happening okay. basically every day. Like my idea of Christmas actually is going to watch masquerades. That's that's literally <laughs> what I do for Christmas. <laughs> Masquerade and so, Christmas. You swap them. Exactly. <laughs> so I I've, I've realized from way back then that this juju thing is basically other people's religion is their way they worship and while some people might want to go to juju for you know bad things yeah there are other people who are going to it for you know the same living your life process as christians do that was my original thought about it and eventually i learned that the only thing about juju that works is human effort hmm. So I I don't I don't believe I don't believe there's anything supernatural that is happening, but I believe in human beings, and I believe that human beings can do things if they want yeah, to. So. Like I don't think that I don't think that Sango or anybody is going to strike anybody dead, <laughs> but <laughs> but I know that a human being could poison a person and say that it is Sango <laughs> that told them to do so. A, so this shall go matter. <laughs> 
I back some of these uh, Ifawa Orisha people. I say, okay, now mm. can you send Thunder to me? They say, yes. I say, how? They say, scientific method. I say, okay, what is the method of transfer? How the Thunder will move from point A to B? Almost dancing around, dancing around. And you know, I was like, what? Why are you people behaving like this? You are, you, you are so quick to join the atheists to crucify people that worship uh, Abrahamic religions. Now, mm. we're asking you, you said you can send Thunder to me from wherever you are. I am in Lagos right now. Please send thunder from wherever you are. And let the thunder locate sure? me. Since you claim it can find oh, you locate me. They couldn't as, that's what uh, I'm sure you have seen this guy, the Benga Adiwin. What is trying to yeah. do? They are just yeah, operating everything. Come to my village. Come to 2.5 million. Come to my village. They give you contract of say come and collect you, you know go come all the way. <laughs> now free free you display and collect the the, the two collect the money honestly free, like make a full of make a full of bingo and collect your money but no it's come to this come to that because that's where the 4g mast is for your juju abi i don't understand you <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me all right now so now that it is now can you can you um let me see now do you see like do you see any way that religion is responsible for the state of the the way this country is like do you see how religion is fucking us in the ass do you see any such thing yes 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 there's this there's this particular one that kills me and that is our our enthusiasm towards leaving everything to god hmm. everything that happens you leave it to god Politician is stealing your money. Oh, I leave him to God. God will handle him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nepa is taking light. Ah, Nepa, God punish you people. <laughs> Everything is left to God. <laughs> In other countries where there there is no God to leave anything to, they would have people doing the things that they are waiting for God to do for them. But here, you would pray it away and leave it to God. And people keep fucking you up and oh god, I'm sorry. <laughs> this pisses me off a lot. <laughs> Every time somebody tells me, ah, just leave it to God, I want to strangle them, but it's fine. It is fine. well. That one that now they piss me off. It is well. But guys, not well though. We are in the well. <laughs> it is not well at all. It it gives this um lack of accountability. Yes. Where and it makes everybody very yeah it makes people oh what's the word it's not sedentary like it makes people malleable or whatever mm. it makes you very sedated i don't remember the word that i'm looking for but I, like, like an opium oh and that's what is yeah. actually we're a subdued country yep very very subdued and it, where religion fails to subdue us we have the military to shoot us Yes, and we saw that in October 2020. Damn, Nigeria. Damn, 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 damn. Where where do we go from here? Where do we go? Like, honestly, I want them to just burn down the country and start again. Do we have what it takes to even start again? I'm I'm never sure. I want to find out. I'm not sure. We were every day on Twitter. It is if it's not a misogyny, it is homophobia, bigotry. Like today, eleven year old 
say 11 year that was imagine that 11 was was being taught i think she did like the father raised them abroad or something he now brought them back so the child has mm-hmm. picked up something 11 years old giving the father back to back to back to back as like yes this is something me i would like to do my teach my own daughter let her know what's up and don't allow anybody to start telling her nonsense because that's what you this country is yeah you know how nigerians hate it when children can think yeah so it is to nesting violence that they switch to mm-hmm. i didn't even see the thread i think they deleted it by the time i got to it but i was seeing people's reactions to it and it's just the same thing like as when i was a kid and i'm asking questions and people are like shut up Mm-hmm. Which is why I'm, which is why I'm forever grateful for my parents because they would never tell you to shut up. They would never tell you to shut up. Everybody is looking to make sure that their child is not stupid to begin with, while other yeah. people are trying to raise robots. Exactly. Do as I so, say. Uh-huh, exactly. Not, not exactly. as I do, because that's one thing parents do. They will, they will tell you not to do this, and yes, they are doing this. There are many times I remember my father said, "Don't lie." But next thing, ah, you not say hello. Where are you? Hey, I'm um, at I'm at so so and so. Meanwhile, motherfucker is still in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, me and brother look like ah, this man they lie unprovoked, Nisha. Unprovoked. <laughs> 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 I'm like, this is volume because they they were so so hellbent that we not lying to them and all this and that we not lie and. It's, it's kind of helps, but it's you know the hypocrisy and it shows the what they call it now the fallibility of the human being. Mm. But religion always likes to posture perfection and yes, now we now we now we sabi pass now we it's it's just uh, it's just uh, I don't know I don't know it has gone too deep. Uh-huh. So now you're an atheist. Who in your family did you tell first, or have you told anybody? Oh, I've told everybody. <laughs> uh, well, my immediate family. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I told I told my siblings first of all. Uh, I have a brother and a sister. Uh, my siblings are currently agnostic, so it's fine. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Just <laughs> like eh, okay. Uh, yeah, it was like eh, okay. But then for my mom, hmm. my mom's position is always. Like, can you explain what you are thinking? Okay. If you can explain it and she's sure that you're not just following some trend yeah. or something like that, it just explain what you are thinking, explain your position. And when I was able to explain my position to her, she was like, okay, cool. And that's it. That was all. Oh, your mom is cool. Damn. Yeah, she's cool as fuck. Damn. <laughs> God damn it, me, I'm still dreading the day. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I feel bad for people who have to hide things like this. Ah. Because it must be very uncomfortable for you guys. It's very uncomfortable. There are weekends where I just decide not to go home. Like, let me just stay the fuck because church, church bushes will come to my head now because my parents are pastors, so... I can't oh, wow. escape. <laughs> I can't indie, escape. Hey, oh, so when they are praying, Amen, Amen, Amen. But when they say, Okay, let us begin to tell the Lord, when they are doing all those, like everybody pray for them, I'm not doing. <laughs> oh my God, they're speaking in tongues. No, I don't uh, speak in tongues. That one. Let's go. 
At least they know I'm not uh, down or filled with the spirit, but it was when I was in school, sometimes I would just fake and when I don't have anything to say. So you, you, you were never actually you were never actually speaking in tongues. You never believed you were speaking in tongues. I did not believe I was speaking in tongues because they say you have to be baptized or by the Holy Ghost. And I never noticed that was there was any time I was baptized by the Holy Ghost. So, mm. so you were waiting for it. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it, but that's it never happened. Because I speak on I don't hear my papa die. <laughs> Um, I don't learn all the all the all the style and you can't mm. do anything. Just they throw anything. Just make sure it it, it feels so you give it with such swag and charisma. As a what the fuck man? <laughs> I think I went I went with a friend of mine to a church one time and they had us feel us newcomers, they had us feel this list where they would say, Do you speak in tongues? Mm. Now I feel no. And those of us that feel no, they took us aside Holy and they were like, they're going to teach us how to do it. And I was over there like, ah, fuck me. I could have just said Ten yes and moved on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> I could have uh, moved on my life. But uh, they said we were, we were speaking in tongues. So they issued some prayer mm. and they were like, oh yeah, start. And I'm like, start what? Until the people around me started speaking in tongues. Uh, and I'm like, Oh, start that. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do any of that shit. I left. You left while they were doing it? Yeah, I had to leave. Because it was embarrassing. Like, at my big age, I would just come and be ba 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 Everybody, Holy Ghost come upon you. I want that is if you don't Sunday school, they don't teach us now. When the Holy Ghost has come upon you, begin to speak in new tongues. So, baptism self, they made me to get baptized when I was like, I was in university now. So, I had to go and follow some people that I had to go and get baptized. Playing, I'm not playing back that memory. Not dirty water they go throw us inside. Oh, ew. So, so wait, or be in the Fucking hell. Pack all of us. I didn't get so. I think maybe I won't have some skin disease. Who knows? Oh, that's nasty. As in, fucking nasty. Couldn't even find a swimming pool to just at least me who know. Although now, now in the school, there is a swimming pool they are using now. Lucky, lucky them. We didn't have swimming pool. <laughs> I think the place, the church that I was baptized in, they had this one room that they did as underground. Like they built staircase and then excavated the ground, mm-hmm. cemented it and filled it with water. So there's like moss and all of that in there. So they just walk you down the stairs and into they the room and baptize you into the They don't clean it. Shit. What I'm, I'm sure the Holy Ghost is cleaning it for them. I don't know. Holy Ghost is ultimate sanitizer. <laughs> God damn it. Yama. Yama. Yeah. All right now. So, um, what advice would you have for somebody who is going through a similar process wherein they are questioning this thing is not making sense and they might be saying like, ah, this thing is suspect, but don't question. They're just telling them don't question. What would you advise such a person? Well, everybody is different, but based on my experience, I would yeah. say you should just listen to yourself. Okay. Because if if I was going about waiting for somebody else to give me the answers for everything, I'd probably still be within Christianity 
you know, speaking in tongues. The course. Uh, <laughs> and all of that. But it's basically because I, I have learned to trust myself. Okay. And to realize that in the end, I know better for myself than anybody. So just to listen to yourself. And hopefully, you end up in the right place. Hopefully. 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 Nice, nicely said. So now, um, do, you, do you have any resources you can recommend for us? You know, baby it is like us. Uh, maybe books, shows, podcasts. From any resource that you discovered? Absolutely, absolutely none. I, I do not follow any atheist, like anything. I don't have any atheist books that I've read. I don't have any atheist podcasts I listen to. I'm going to start listening to yours, too. I'm going to start listening to this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I don't have anything. <laughs> but it's basically just, I, I'm an atheist the same way I was a Christian. Nothing back in me, just vibes and inshallah. That's that's all. No, no time for stress. Me, why people, why people tell me say eh, the way you are kind of, I say come. Everybody can choose. You know, this is the difference. Like, there's no great commission of going to the world and pray the gospel. I'm the one that deciding to to do this. The day I don't feel like I stop. Nobody, yes, exactly. nobody's obligated to carry it on their head and be questioning people up and I just feel the urge to do this. And I will do it till I don't feel like. And if I do it till I die, hail Satan. Great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, as it is, be great talking to you. Where can we find you online? Do you want us to find you online? Uh, sure, I guess. You guess? I'll Are you there. sure? Are you sure? <laughs> people scare me. I don't know. New people are very fine. <laughs> 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 okay, but if you need to find me I'm on Twitter uh, as you leave this B uh, okay okay on okay, okay. Uh, yeah. any you know business you want to maybe some woman want to do business with you any business or nothing um, I don't I don't I don't have any business but like if I do I'll come back here and announce it alright alright okay okay alright now thank you thank you for coming on and sharing your story with us Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you learned a thing or two. If you'd like to share your own story, please feel free to reach out via DM or via email. The links are in the show notes below. Have a wonderful week and I'll catch you on the next one.